Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Georgia. Georgia. The whole day Just an old sweet song Keeps Georgia on my mind Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. July 2nd, and we can't thank you enough for making us a part of your morning. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning to you fine folks in Fayetteville. In Fayetteville, home of the Tigers in Fayette County. Down there by Charlie's Studios. Mm-hmm. Studios. Where they, where they film everything. Yep. Great folks down that way. Oh, we got that music going. I wanted to remember somebody that we that we lost this week and someone who works in our industry. Uh, a voice that people have come to know in Atlanta for some time. Mitch Faulkner passed away this weekend. My goodness, talk about mm-hmm. his going to work with radio, with on the air, production. As he worked for a time uh, here downstairs with WFB 103. Um and uh, several different stations, but also it's just a great production voice. A lot of voiceover work uh, that he did. He spent most of his over four decades um, and passed away this week. And uh, a Georgia Radio Hall of Famer in 2018. So uh, someone that's uh, befriended a lot of people in this business and uh, mentored a lot of people who've gone into this line of work in the area. So someone that uh, a lot of people have been reflecting and thinking about him, I believe funeral services are taking a place today over in Decatur uh, for Mitch Faulkner. So, uh, boy, we rest in peace to, to Mitch. Uh, fantastic guy. Had a chance to get to know. And uh, just tremendous voice, tremendous presence, and uh, someone we're going to miss. Absolutely. I, I did not know him. You, you say you did know him? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, our, our paths never crossed. And, you know, obviously he was, as you said, known throughout this industry. Yep. So very well respected. And, and you know, speaking of uh, this industry, one of the other people that we wanted to mention, not along these lines, but uh, reach out to and and just we have talked about throughout the time you and I have worked together and we both come in contact with this person f- from different avenues. And that's Rogene Bailey. Yeah. And Rogene got a podcast going on right now. We got to reach out to Rogene if he's listening. I, I know you hit up Sam from time to time, but we got to get you to come on here and and spread your sports wings. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a big, 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 uh, and big, uh, big follow HBCU athletics, and uh, and you know he he does. We know him for doing the blues music right he now. He kept but, me going when I moved here. But he practically poured the cement over GPP over uh, GPB. I mean, he was over there years ago working over there. So yeah. Phew. 
I have not, um, you know, I haven't seen you since, you know, a couple weeks ago, and some, a big event happened, something that you had been on me about for years, years, and I finally did it, and we're now three hours into the show, and you ain't said nothing about it. I went to Bucky's. Yeah, man. <laughs> you fucking yeah. you, you said You posted nothing. pictures to let me know you went. <laughs> I pulled off so the road. So what drove you in there? First was, of all, the, the, the gas price pulled you in there, first of all. No, it didn't. Well, the it gas didn't. Price you pulled me in there. I had plenty of gas. It was it was raining, and I was coming home from that la- that last trip to down to see Pops, and I said, let me get this over with because it was late. <laughs> let me get this over I with. Because I left later than I had planned on leaving. And I planned on being on the road no later than noon. I didn't get out of it until like four in the afternoon or three in the afternoon. Wow. But I had to get home, man. And, you know, I was driving. I was like, you know, it can't be that busy. It can't be this. And I'm thinking I'm going to get something else. And I forgot what you talked about was, the you know, their signature food. And it was the brisket. The brisket. Yeah, brisket. I ain't a brisket fan, though. But okay. I wouldn't. Go, I wouldn't. But they had, the, they had the sliced pork. They had the different stuff there. So that. here's what I did. I bought four sandwiches really? and took them home. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I bought that ones you said the sliced, bread, the sliced brisket, the chopped brisket, the 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 club sandwich, and yeah, the pork sa- and the and the chopped pork. Chopped pork. No, not chopped pork. sliced. Sliced pork. Okay. So I brought four of those home and and. Left them out, and Jesse enjoyed them. No, I, we, we both had Jesse and I had them. But, again, I just wanted you to know I went there. Yeah, man. Finally. Did you go to the bathroom? Okay, of all the things you could have asked me. No, because that's what they're famous <laughs> you, for. They're famous bathroom. for having, yes, for having these clean bathrooms. There's 100 bathrooms in there, and they're clean. They're immaculate. You 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 didn't go. You were the buckets, didn't and you didn't go, go to the, the bathroom. bathroom. Not only you should have gone just to go and see I all them clean bathrooms. It's, again, the— Dude, why are you laughing about that? the things that I could have looked for in the one, the first time I'd been to Bucky's, it was like, okay, what they got here to eat. I didn't go there for the main thing. I didn't eat gas. Okay. And I didn't have to go to the bathroom. You didn't go to none of them pastries. Boy, they got a big old thing. I can't thing. eat that now, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. They got, they got a lot of them things. All they that beef, beef had a wall of beef jerky and all, kind of, all yeah. that kind of stuff you, you want to get. But I just like the sandwiches and whatnot. The sandwiches are cool. Okay. Again, if I was a big brisket fan, I could see that'd be the place. And the place is huge too. Isn't it, it's like the it? Disney World of gas stations. <laughs> <laughs> Everything there. I've never been to I one never before. Seen the Disney World of gas stations. That's pretty it cool. Is huge. I mean, you can drive for a minute before you get up there. Yeah. That's what I mean. You drive ten minutes before you actually get to Disney World. <laughs> you drive a minute or so before you actually get to the Bucky store. <laughs> That's what my takeaway was. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92. Well, I'm glad you finally made it. Yeah, man, I knew you would be. That was great. I thought of you the whole time I was there. Next time, I'm next, buy a t-shirt. Next time, go to the bathroom. What if I ain't got to go to the bathroom? Just go see it. They're going to arrest me for a dude walking around the bathroom who ain't using it. No, no. Man. You, you can't be you, just walking in there looking at folks. You heard about all these clean bathrooms. <laughs> they, they're, they're cleaning them 24-7, and there's a bunch of them in there, and they're all clean. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. You are taken aback by the fact that they have clean bathrooms. That off the many interstate. of them. That many of them. Okay. All right. Well, they do a good job. You know, because you go some gas stations off the interstate and they have that one, and you go in there, and there's a science project going on in there. You know, so I'm, so I'm like, y'all right? remember, y'all right. remember this. This is Sam saying that. What? Because you, really? you never say. Science. You go in there. That's a that's a chemistry lab happening in that uh, you're thing. Right. You're right. Right. You're right. And they only got one. Uh, and so they got a bunch of them, and they're all clean. <laughs> Just say it. 
That's what Bucky needs to do. They need a screaming room like the airports. They do. You know what? They, they, they might already have one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. What's going <laughs> We, we got to match up with the Braves go, hanging out in Cincinnati, eating chili, winning games by big margins, and you hope to just go up there and get right. Meaning, you know, you'd like to have taken two out of three um, from, and I just lost, Philadelphia, but you had that hiccup in the last game. Not just the last game, the last inning. Yep. I mean, they should have shut that thing down. But they did take two out of three. They yeah. almost swept them. Yeah, they, they, no, no. They, they, who am I thinking of that they lost that? The Dodgers. The Dodgers. Dodgers. They lost the last game to the Dodgers, and, right. then, and then Kenley Jansen goes out for a while. But in Philadelphia, it was great to see them oh, bounce back. Yeah, they got back. that, yeah. Great to see them bounce back and, and, um, and beat Zach Wheeler because that's a guy who always, always is tough on the Braves. He's a local guy. Yep, pop he, quiz. What high school? Oh, East uh, Paulding. East Paulding Raiders. East Paulding, the, the Raiders. East uh, Paulding. <laughs> and so <laughs> – so he, uh, also Kyle went there. He he always uh, is tough on the Braves, and they went out and they jumped on him early. But you had Aaron Nola, you facing that in that last game, and you know how difficult he is. And they got runs for him. I mean, uh, me and Anderson not having a great start. Only the last two innings gave up seven runs, and uh, the route was on, as they like to say, and it, it, it wasn't pretty. Thankfully, they got that out of their system last night in Cincinnati, and hopefully that will continue this weekend. I said, take take on Cincinnati. The Mets got a win last night, so their lead is still three and a half games. That's why I ain't worried about them. Over the Braves, they ain't worried about them. Don't be worried about them Mets. Well, they Don't got, relax. They got they got the uh, Scherzer coming back. They, he's not going to be Max Scherzer as soon as he comes back, and well, neither is Degrom. Okay. They're not going to be that. Per- they got to work themselves into it. The hitters had the advantage on these two dudes for a period of time as they come back. Now they may eventually, by the end of the season, be who they who we think they are. But okay. initially, let's jump on them, put your foot on them, and 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 get past them in the standings. Because a head-to-head race with the Braves and the Mets as they're presently constructed, I still ain't scared of them too, because they still got to hit the ball. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's just me, Sam and Greg. Sports Radio, ninety-two-nine. The game, ninety-two-nine. The game. We got, we got, we got Spencer. We got Spencer Strider going uh, for the Braves. The mustache. The, the mustache. He's just everyone is going crazy with the mustache. mustache. Well, <laughs> we got to, listen. Is it nice to have? This is another revenue stream for the Braves. It's amazing. They have tripped into this. Yeah. They tripped into it last year with the pearls. <laughs> the pearls are gone. Now they got the mustache. And they're going to be selling a bunch of those, making you look you, like the Monopoly man. Yeah, because the, the little kids going to be little oh, kids. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, the kids, got, kids have and to have And some them. of them are up and some of them are down. The yeah. Points. Where yeah. Would you, how would you wear yours? I, I, had, I Mine got to be down like, you know, yeah, the Reynolds down, thing. Be down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, be like that. You would you would do nothing, do a little Raleigh fingers, put the little wax on the end. Now of if it. they had that, yeah, but hey. I think it's just bushy. Okay, yeah. You the most famous handlebar mustache person? Probably so. You think so? Other than one of the ex presidents or something, who was it that had a, had that back back in the day? I forget. One president. got shot on this day. Whoa, Garfield! Yikes! He got shot. Okay, President Garfield was shot on this day, eighteen eighty one. I don't know if he had that mustache. I just needed a reason to get that stat out. Okay. Hey, there's Jordan. He's there watching Coco. Jordan who? Michael. Oh, really? Yeah, looked like him. Oh, so I had my glasses. I had my reading glasses on. I couldn't see that far <laughs> away. But it looked like they just showed Michael Jordan there. Well, she don't wear Nike. He's trying to get her to come over ah. to Jordan brand. You know, she's been New Balance well, now. She oh, wait, that's not him. No, that's a dad. That's, okay, my that's dad. not even. They oh, my. <laughs> my. What did I tell you? I had my glasses on like this here. Now, he played basketball now, but he played basketball down at Georgia State. I just saw a bald black head. That's all I saw. I saw it was Michael Jordan. Dude, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's pops. That's not the shot they showed. I've seen him before. Yeah. This was a, there was another. 
uh, what do you call it? That was mom and dad Crowd sitting shot. there. And, um, People can't see that. This is a radio Like I said, show. Yeah, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll all be here in a few weeks. You know, they'll be over at Atlantic Station. Get back, back to the mustaches. You were asking me about which way to wear them. <laughs> see, <laughs> you were talking about that in a way that they do, though. They have, they have tripped into revenue streams, this Braves team. Yep. And it's just been really, it's been really kind of funny. Talked about Strider earlier in the season. When's the last time this had a, this team had a power pitcher like that that you yeah. were regularly counting three digits? And that's the thing. And to be a starter, yeah. now that's the thing. People wonder if you're gonna put him in the bullpen, you're gonna start him, and he's shown that he can come in and be and be a reliable starter for this team. It's been great. So he's a great compliment to a pitching staff that you know we we saw Freed last night. Kyle Wright has really been one this season who's had a tremendous start. I, he, he, does he get an all-star nod? I mean, I, he, he could. Mm. He's got nine wins quietly. This dude's got nine wins. He's number two in wins. And, and, we, and we, you know, that's a stat we kind of don't watch like we used to as far as wins because so many starters are not – they're geared to, to go five innings or less these days. It, to me, it was a big of a stat when guys always would, came out of the mound, coming to the mound, planning to go nine. And so to get there and win was a was a big deal. Right. And of course, we don't we don't see that anymore. And so it used to be the day where you see somebody that would win 25, 26, 28 games. That was that was like a huge deal. We, we kind of don't. We, oh, that, we, we, we talk about the elements of the game that have left. You wonder, a how important they were that we we follow them because again you can talk about stolen bases. And now that Michael Harris Jr. is on the team, we're seeing that we see that excitement that's put into a lineup that heretofore wasn't there, and what that can do to the, the opposing team. We got to keep this dude off the base. Yep. We ain't worried about a, a single. We just got to worry about because he can steal two bases. And we're still waiting for the opposing pitchers to figure him out. Usually by now, a guy well, comes up. You know, you know. Remember Austin Riley came up, and when he came up the first month, or so he was like ripping everything, and then the pitchers figured him out, and he just tailed off for a minute. This hasn't happened to Michael Harris yet. But we'll, wa- we'll, 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 we'll wait I mean, and see. We're watching. I'm all, like and he's I, only I, been up a minute and a half. Like, so. I, like I always say, though, videotape is the equalizer because right. everybody gets a chance to watch it. Everybody gets a chance to break you down. I don't know if Adam Rainwright, Rainwright will start against the Braves next week when the Cardinals come to town. He's just the guy that's been around and seen everything. So, I mean, you know, you, you find a picture like that that's been around, face a guy like Michael Harris. He, he probably got something for him, or at least he's going to try something. And he's for him. also going to start to be f- feeling a lot like what Ronald Acuna feels like. He's going to start to get popped. He's going to get some inside pitches. He's going to get brushed off. So. The well, I, I, those I, I, guys I, I, do I, I, anything but, but, that curtails success. But, he, but he's not. But he's not. He's not on the Acuna the style. Acuna's, no, he's not that. But Acuna's he, doing the bat flips and whatnot. I don't think they mess with this guy. No, I, they I, mess I really with him because he's speed. Well, and speed on the bases. But, but you're going to put him on base. No, no, but I'm saying but he, you get him you put, you you get him it, opportunities you, to get singles. He takes doubles in the singles. You're putting he's him just, on first base. And somebody get a base hit, he goes from first to third, first to home. And you don't put that dude on base, man. <laughs> but I, I, I wouldn't. I'm not thinking it's so much for the anyway. run. It's, 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 to, it's to shut him down or to, 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 to ravel him. Well, you put him, you, you putting him on first base. I'm talking about for the next time at bat. You're setting. You're doing something now, and pitchers will tell you that you're doing a lot of things early in the game to set things up to get outs later in the game. Yeah. And so, if you get him not digging in as much later in the game, when you need him to get a hit, maybe not so much. Hey, listen, it's going to get tested. I'm not saying it's going to be successful. Yeah. I'm saying these are the things that he's got in front of him. Yeah. And how he changes, how he adapts. Again, the pitchers are going to figure him out. So what he does in the batter's box, making adjustments. 
is what will no. make him successful. And he's done that. He's lowered, he's lowered the bat. At first, his batting average, at first his bat was up high. He brought it down low. Um, you pitch him inside, outside. He kind of hits the ball wherever you pitch it. And to me, that's, uh, that's smart. That's like wisdom beyond his years at 21 years old to be able to, uh, to do that. He does opposite field a lot. If that's where right. you put it, that's where he's going to hit it. So uh, you like that, and to me, you don't want this guy on the base paths at all. He's your nightmare. <laughs> but, 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 but we, we, we will see. And the, the behind, the st- behind the plate, which one of those guys makes the All-Star team? Because they're both Well, the good the news is time. their manager is the manager of the All-Star team, right? Yeah. So this is their year. You got 50 bucks on you? Eric, you got 50 bucks on you? Uh, yes, sir. Well, that means that you in 1776 could vote. On this day, the law was passed that if you had fifty dollars, prove that you had fifty dollars. Seventeen seventy-six. That's the, a lot of money. Right. As seventeen seventy-six, but that's how you got to vote if you had fifty bucks on you. <laughs> um, we are going to come back here and talk to Deshaun Tate. We are going to start calling him right now, Eric. We're going to find out what he thinks about all this movement in the NBA for this past week. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety-two nine. The game ninety-two nine. The game dot com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Watching TV and, and noticing, seeing that. Noticing girls. Yeah. But just seeing that show, you like, well, there's nothing else like it. There's I just, nothing else I didn't else see like a show. Thing. I just saw I, the TV was on. They were on. There was on one of them shows that stayed on our at our house, you know. Flip Wilson. Um, that's probably what I'm thinking of. It wasn't no Ed Sullivan, but it was, I think it was like Flip or something. But anyway, seeing that, I was inching closer to the TV every time they were on. <laughs> That's just, you know, she, them skirts. You need to go just YouTube that if you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Tina Turner, Ike and Tina, when they would do Proud, when they would do um, Proud Mary. Yeah. Wilson, I'm writing that down. Putting the pen in that. We'll come back to it in a minute. Okay. You got yeah. something to do? Is our guest with us? Well, then we have to say thank you and welcome and hope that he is having a wonderful week. We are so glad to welcome Deshaun Tate to join us on this Saturday morning. Deshaun, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? What's going on? Man, I'm amazing. I'm amazing. uh, You're talking about having your eyes glued to the TV and explosiveness and all this. Listen, you got one of the most dynamic young backcourts in the whole NBA now here in Atlanta uh, with the free agency and the moves to DeJounte Murray. And, of course, it's a holiday, so you got to bring in a couple holidays to go with it. You get it? You get it? Uh, I'm excited, man. It's time for uh, time to talk to NBA. Talk, talk, that was real smooth. Did, did you see what he he like? That's smooth. It, it was like he fish. He hooked me and brought me right in. I feel like a bass because he just brought me right. In. That was very good, Deshaun. I thought you were going to talk about something completely different. So, all like, right. What, well, like, what else is there better to talk about than basketball? Okay. Well, to you with you, nothing. <laughs> and I'm happy and I'm happy to do it. When you put it like that, I mean I wouldn't dare say anything else. But 
as we start as we start this, I'm just curious as you sit here today, you mentioned the Hawks, but just overall. I mean, we're sitting here talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves. They got Rudy Gobert and they got the the, the three-point shooting champion, right? Uh, um on their on that team. And of course, did they resign Ru- uh, uh, uh Ricky Rubio? So no, me, he, he went somewhere else. He went somewhere else. No, Rubio is with Cleveland. With Cleveland. Now. Oh, the Cleveland. Okay, but they got, but, they, Minnesota. but Minnesota's got Ant Man. That's what I'm saying. So they, they, they yeah. Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns. They got Rudy Gobert, and so we are literally talking about a team that, while they made the playoffs last year, really weren't making much news. But then they get this guy who's a defensive stop in the NBA, and the movement that happened this past week, I thought to myself as Sean and I, as uh, Sam and I were putting the show together, I'm going, man, I wonder what Deshaun thinks of all this let alone the Hawks, just all this movement and what's possibly to come. So what is what, what were your thoughts as we sit here on this Saturday morning after what's happened? Yeah, it's a lot to keep up with, uh, obviously. And when you were mentioning that Minnesota team and, of course, having the three-point shooter, now you know I always have to reel things back around to Sparty at least once in a segment. They <laughs> get a really good three-point shooter as well in Bryn Forbes. Uh, yeah. A little bit of a liability on the defensive end, but nonetheless – they add him for some perimeter shooting. I mean, listen, what you've been able to see, some of the money that these guys are getting paid, I mean, you got Nikola Jokic, I understand it, I get it, overstand it, two-time MVP, uh, back-to-back years uh, for $264 million over five years. That's crazy. Zion got a big boatload of money. Uh, you've got you've – got, there's a lot going on. There's a little bit more guys that I expected to perhaps maybe get in dealt, some of the Zach Levines and some of the um, – I'm trying to think of who else it was. It was some uh, Bradley Beal. Some guys are kind of staying put, but you're also seeing some movement, uh, and I don't think that we're done seeing the best of it. I mean, you know, you still got the DeAndre Ayton out there, even a, you know, a, a, a hometown product here in Atlanta. Uh, Colin Sexton, who's one of the more dynamic scorers and two-way players in the league, especially that's out there as far as from a guard standpoint. Uh, he's still out there as well, and, you know, you never know who else is out there to get traded. I know there's been a lot of rumors here in this town about the elephant in the room, J.C., and that hasn't happened yet. And honestly, it's it's not it's not a bad thing at all that they're still staying pat and not willing to accept just anything. Yep. Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with Deshaun Tate. And he is social. You can follow him on Twitter at Tate's Takes Hoop, at Tate's Takes Hoops. Um, and, and we talk more about this Hawks team. Um, they really made their move before free agency started. Uh, to get things started and 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 uh, bring Murray in, you feel like he's going to be a guy that can play off Trey and that they'll uh, be that backcourt tandem. Um, they can t- along with what the Hawks already have, that will help them be one of the top teams in the East again. I do, I do. Listen, we talk about li- li- listen to the name of these players. We talk about Luca, obviously Trey, well deserved. Uh, maybe uh, Donovan Mitchell and Booker and Tatum and, you know, the list kind of goes on and on of some of the best players in this league that are 25 years old or younger. But DeJounte Murray doesn't – name never really comes up. And for a guy who's coming off a good year last year, maybe not from three, uh, but, you know, averaging 21, 9, and 8, those are numbers that not a lot of people are really familiar with and, and, and know about him. And for a guy who can, you know, they, they feel the need defensively, that's obvious. I think that it's always good to be able to be in position where 
Trey's responsibilities. We get it. He's the primary ball handler. We get it. He's the number one guy and got the keys to the city and all that other nice stuff. Uh, but it's also good for him to sometimes be able to have options off the ball in some, you know, situations. And I think they feel that need, and I think that that's, you know, that's really good. Even sometimes when it was very few times, but we saw he and Lou Williams year before last on the run to the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, that was in the game at the same time, and the kind of explosiveness from an offensive standpoint that they were able to bring, and with Trey playing off the ball in very few situations, I think that that kind of helped them sometimes. And I think that that's something that we'll see this year. I think it's great that we see a player. It takes a maybe not a special type of player. I'm not going to say any player cannot play uh, alongside Trey Young, but I'm not sure that in, that you can get the best out of any player playing alongside of Trey Young sometimes. And I think that that's something you're going to be able to get in DeJounte Murray. And Trey Young, we talk about him being so ball dominant, but he's also a great facilitator, as we've seen not only this year, but they nod the way back to his years in college. So I think it helps a lot for this team. John, talk about the Hawks a little bit more and what they did yesterday. They got two of the Holiday brothers here. Now, we don't know if both of them are going to stay. Um, but in doing so, we had to say goodbye to, you know, to, to Kevin Herter, uh, who's been a fan favorite here. He's been a great, great guy on this team. And some nights he's gone out and met to be a big contributor for the team. And he's done everything that's been asked of him here. Uh, but that's the business of the, uh, of the NBA and trying to get better. We saved ourselves a little cash here, too. Are we possibly looking at another move? that the Hawks are, are setting themselves up to make? That's a possibility. Listen, I mean, Kevin Herter, we, I, I just finished talking about the run to the Eastern Conference Finals, and he played a big part when guys went down, whether it was Trey or whether, you know, right before Cam came back and, 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 and showed some flashes and Bogey went down. You know, Kevin Herter stepped up not only offensively, especially coming off some of those curls from mid-range that he does so well, but even on the defensive end. And this is also a guy that, you know, we, we didn't really feel that confident or I didn't feel as confident would be playing uh, at the beginning. You know, sometimes there was some instances when I think he should have been a participant in summer league. We didn't see him. And some of those training camps he happened to have missed and, um, you know, things of that nature, you know, uh, uh, some of the um, – um, uh, uh, other games, uh, exhibition games, if you will, that didn't count. We didn't see him, but we were looking forward to. Uh, definitely going to be missed here in Atlanta. But when you start talking about those holidays, you're also addressing the elephant in the room, which is defense. Uh, maybe not as much offensively, but you also got a sharpshooter in one of them, uh, and Justin, that shoots it well from three. This is a shooting league. We all know that. When you can add shooting, and you can add uh, um, some guys with some grit, some guys with some toughness. I think that still needs to be addressed a little bit more with this team, but I think that they're doing a good job. It's questionable whether it's a great job, but it's a good job that I think the Atlanta Hawks are doing by, by addressing uh, their needs. And from both sides of the ball, defensively, and one of them being able to shoot from outside, something you can always use in this league, I thought that they did themselves uh, a good job in that, and it's still going to be better things to come because, again, if you're talking about those names of free agency or big names in terms of trade, you know, uh, there's still one that's still remaining left. But I, I do believe I want to make sure that I say this, and I apologize for getting long-winded, but people keep asking about John, John, John. I, I don't think that that's something that absolutely has to happen. It has to make sense. It has to be for the right fit. And uh, it doesn't look like it's going to happen as of right now, but there's still a little bit of time left to be able to see, you know, what kind of deals can be made. 
That is Deshaun Tate joining Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Well, this room has got two elephants in it, and I just want to get your thoughts on what might happen. Well, not just what happened. Let me just rephrase the question. What do you say to the people who have already said if he talks his way out of Brooklyn, meaning Kevin Durant, his legacy will be one of a quitter? Game aside, championships and Golden State aside, he will be known throughout the rest of time when you talk about the league and his play in it as a quitter. Fair or unfair? No, I think it's unfair. It's easy for us to sit back for you know, on the on the on the sofa and and you know, make those kind of accusations and things like that. But Well I mean, given what he's business, done, how do you, you defend know, what he's done then? If if he does this again It's a different era. It's a different era. Oh, I, I understand it, 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 right it happens. Now, it's but... not about the yeah, it's not about the it's not about the loyalty. Listen, we grew up in a time of which you sound like an old man here. We grew up in a time <laughs> of which you know, there are, 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 are where, where it was about the competitiveness was just about playing against other superstar players and playing against other guys. Now I think that guys want to play together. Most of these guys grew up in AAU and all these other different organizations playing together and wanting to play together and they're friends. And some people don't necessarily love that. But, I mean, it's, it's a totally different, you know, time now. He's not going to be the only one in that conversation. People have said the same thing about LeBron and, maybe a couple other players here and there. And there's very few guys that, you know, have stuck and stayed that are on that type of, you know, level right now in the league that haven't made moves. Now you start questioning where they're going. You know, you start questioning, you know, well, you couldn't beat Golden State, so you go and join them. And then you go to Brooklyn. You guys are staying there for a year or two. Then they're moving around again, and I get that. But it's just a different time. I don't think we should really call it quitting per se. It's just – it's. It's, I know it's not making for great radio, but yeah. let's just be honest about it. I mean, it's just a different time. That being said, that being this, that being said, though, it's legacy time for for uh, for, for Kevin Durant. He's got to go to a place where he has a chance to win a championship, and he be the catalyst for it. Not a place where the, uh, the championship team was already in place, like Golden State. So where do we see him? Well, land? he's already mentioned two teams. Yeah, he's already done that. Where, where, where do you think he's going to yeah. land, Sean? I don't, you know what? That's a terrible question for Deshaun Tate because that putting Deshaun Tate in his bank account in the minds of somebody with a bank account like a Kevin Durant is crazy enough to think of already as it is in terms of comparison. But these guys have a mind of their own. We've heard about, you know, Phoenix, that being a possibility. We've heard about Miami, that Those being are the a two. possibility. I don't think that we, I, I, I mean, you know, Brooklyn doesn't appear to be a thing. Where does he land? I don't know. I'm not sure if either one of those places is necessarily the greatest fit, but nonetheless, who can't use a guy that's seven feet tall and can shoot it like a, like a shooting guard and is very efficient and all these other things. Everybody can use a Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant can use some, some, some competitiveness and some winning culture of his own and things like that. And so, um, I'm not sure that there, I think I think anywhere could really be a perfect fit for somebody like him because any and everybody can use him and he's a winner, and uh, I think by adding him can do nothing but bring benefit to wherever you know uniform he ends up playing in next year. Tell everybody where they can join you on social media, buddy. No doubt at Tate's Take Hoops T A T E S T A K E. H double O P S. I'm gonna have to see if we can get both of you guys to come out there with me to Vegas, man, for summer league. Get our eyes on AJ Griffin, the new rookie from Atlanta. We need to start working on that. Get my eyes on the table at Bellagio. 
That's where I'll be. At the $15 roulette table, that's where I'll be. Hey, let man, me, listen. Let me hold some, Clark. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, Deshaun. Appreciate you getting up and being with us this Thanks, morning. Thanks, Deshaun. Thanks, man. Happy, safe holidays. Thank you. All right. That's Sean Tate. And let me remind you, Kenny Mayne has joined the Odyssey family with his new podcast. Hey, man. Each week, Kenny will talk to someone he knows a little and is fascinated by a lot. Athletes, musicians, celebrities, and just about everyone else. Two episodes debuted this week with Chris Berman and Ben Schwartz. Download Hey, Man on the Odyssey. That's what I said to my father every time when I would call him. He'd pick up the phone and i say, hey, man. You know, like Dukes and Bell do, but yeah. hey, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Y'all can believe this, but me and Sam are up here dancing. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I want to remind you, dive into the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rule book with Unwritten, a new podcast hosted by former players Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Unwritten looks at all the secrets and the not-so-secret guidelines that big leaguers follow while playing the game. Ron and Jimmy give you the players' perspective on bat flips, bean balls, brawls, and more. This week's episode on how to talk to umpires. Ryan and Jimmy peel back the curtain on those heart-to-heart discussions with the men in blue. Navy blue, by the way, too. It is dark blue. What's the, dyna- what's the dynamic between player and umpire? Pitcher and umpire? Manager and umpire? And what are those magic words that get you tossed? Well, we all know them. I give you dollar $1.50 if you say one of them right now. Not going to do it. <laughs> Won't do it. Uh, download un- Unwritten on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. They need to get me on that show. Why? Because not all those words that can't, you know, are, are, are unforbidden to be said on radio. There's a few of them that will get you tossed that aren't as bad as you think. You know what's crazy about something that happened in show business a while ago? George Carlin had the famous seven dirty words you can't say on television. Yeah. And that album, I mean, you got that album and you stuck it someplace where, you you know, your parents could. It's funny. Parents had albums like Red Fox that they'd hide from us. Then we went and got to George Carlin and tried to hide it from them. But those seven dirty words, there was no official words listed by the FCC then before he put this album out. He just came up with this. And then later on, he got fined, suspended, and, and and called to the carpet by officials using the words that he came up with <laughs> on that particular album. There was none in place. And then they, you know, okay, he let it go out, his famous album. And then when he would do shows, subsequent shows, or be in, at, at locations and throw out some of these words, he got arrested. Where does he rank on your all-time comedy stand-up comedian list? I'm trying to see if... Who would knock him out of my top five to start with? Is he not in your top three? In mine, personally? Yeah. Okay, we get into a category right now. Mm. No, no, no. We get into a category right now where it's it's sort of like, who's your all-time favorite running backs in football? Right. And then people hesitate that watched O.J. Simpson because of what O.J. Simpson did later on. 
but you can't deny what he did. No, he did on the field now. Uh, again, like right? You can't field, deny right. that. Right. So with that question being asked, I struggle with the fact that I can't deny what Bill Cosby did for decades. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel but you. it didn't come out of my mouth right away, did it? Because I had to like, listen, Richard <laughs> Pryor, Eddie, Cosby, Carlin, <sighs> Sam, pick it up from there. I'm just, those are mine. I'm sure there's somebody I'm, re- as far as stand-up, just pure, just funny, mm-hmm. Rodney Dangerfield. Yep. Oh, I mean, a, a name you mentioned a little while ago, uh, uh, maybe you saw Icantino, was Flip Wilson. Flip Wilson, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'll give you something, give you something, Flip Wilson, because um, for years here in Atlanta, but when we moved here, my family moved here in the early 70s, there was the Peachtree Road Race. There was a 4th of July parade in this city. Right. Okay. Then you go to Fulton County Stadium to watch the parades and the fireworks. That was 4th of July in Atlanta. The parade was always convertibles. Whoever won the Peachtree Road Race, hot, been running on the pavement, yeah. then we're going to put them in a convertible <laughs> and drive them through town and watch it. And so the first uh, time I remember going to the parade, Flip Wilson was the Grand Marshal. And all I remember was him really? riding down the street in the convertible with a golf club. I'm like, why you got that golf club? But, but it was Flip Wilson, man, riding down Peachtree, riding down Marietta. I forget where they ended the parade back then because Centennial Park wasn't there yet, but it was going in that direction. But they uh, had a parade that the good folks up the street here used to sponsor, used to Salute to America right. Parade, which they, they no longer have. But, um, yeah, you had the streets downtown tied up all day. First of all, you had people running through them. Then you had people marching, floats and bands and stuff. <laughs> um, Give me yeah. your five. He, 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 you know, he backed me in the corner. How about you? Five. Yeah, your, your top five. Your top five stand-ups. Wow, um, I'm putting Pryor at the top. Yeah, he, he, I think he, that. He, yeah, he, me and okay. me and you he, both put that. He, he goes way at the top. At the top for me. Um, gosh, I mean, you going Murphy and uh, the, the the young Murphy. We don't know what he's got. He's supposed to be coming no, back. No, the young because just like Pryor, you couldn't do his act today either. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. I don't you know. leaving Cosby off? Um, he was a different vibe. He, he, he said stand-up, though. He did stand-up. That's the, that guy was the gold standard. You say what you will about I know it yeah, hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. And, and, yeah, we're, talking, we're talking about TV shows and whatnot. The TV shows and the stand-up are a, 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 a couple of different things. But the stand-up was, and the stand-up was always clean. When you're talking about guys. When you're talking about Carlin. I don't even put Carlin in the same room with Cosby because Cosby's stand-up was always clean. You know, he made sure. Well, his comedy was it was relatable to everybody. That's yeah. what made him famous. He was, he was colorless mm-hmm. in his humor. That's why he became who he became. There was no this happened like Richard. That's happened in a certain kind of neighborhood in a certain environment. That's and that's what was relatable. But Cosby's was right down the middle. Say what you will about maybe you know his his world crossed over and everything, but you, you well, can't well, deny what he it, did. I think you said it about Flip Wilson too. I mean, Flip, 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 Flip was like a Bill uh, 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 Cosby well, like a Cosby right. Was more like a Cosby type guy. He had a national TV show that was very successful. In late in the late sixties, yeah, he was guy. the first African American to have his own variety show. You know no, that's I mean? not true. No, yeah, you're right. He wasn't. Okay. Nat King Cole had one. Nat King one. Cole, yeah. ha- ha- Hollywood Palace. Yep, that's okay. That's why I love working with you guys. <laughs> Keep me straight. <laughs> and, and, and I and I and I presented on a program in that place, right. and had to think about it before I got with the Palace Theater in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And they had the Eddie Robinson Awards there one year, and I was a presenter on the stage. 
and Stuart Scott and a bunch of folk were there and whatnot. I thought I was somebody. And, and by the way, well, you are somebody. I thought I was somebody, man. Stuart Scott or Mark Rashad, all kind of people. Bob Costas even showed up. And he didn't talk and make it go over time. See, that's you. You got a problem with Costas. Yeah, yeah. You got a problem. <laughs> I got a problem with some folks. You got a problem with Costas. And between that Nat King Cole and 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 um, Flip Wilson, Sammy Davis Jr. had a show for a minute, a variety show. But it all came down to sponsors. That's why they didn't last. So there you go. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We will be back with you tomorrow from 6 until 10. And then again on Monday, 4th of July. Peachtree Road Race, Sam and Greg, Apple Pie. Fireworks. Fireworks. Well, not in the morning. Yeah, but the, the fireworks, fireworks are back. And we'll run down where people can uh, see fireworks and what the best places are to watch fireworks in town. I mean, you have a favorite place you watch? Some people know like a, a top of a parking garage or a certain exit off the freeway. Is there a certain one that you? I had the best view for years where was that? when I was working down the dial. Everybody that listened to the station knew that 96 Rock was in a glass triangle building right there in Century Center, right off of Claremont. You can see it as you're coming down 85. If you look off before Claremont, you'll see this glass triangle building. And we were on the 12th floor. And since I worked at night, I became friends with the, with the people who worked there, like a lot of the, the maintenance people, and mm-hmm. they gave me a key to the roof. What? They gave me a key. I had a key. Did they to, know what they were and doing? And the engineer at our station. Well, because they went up there to do different things. And I wasn't a knucklehead, so they knew I didn't have to worry about nothing. Yeah. But, man, I'd go up there. I, I used to enjoy some drinks at the top there. But I would go up there 4th of July, and from that location, I could see Lenox Squares. I could see the Braves. I could see Stone Mountains. Yeah. I could see the various neighborhoods that were blowing them up. And I'd just yeah. stay up there. And I'd watch, and I'd like turn it's like a circle, and I just watch all the fireworks that would happen. Yeah, throughout yeah, the city. Yeah, uh, Lennox used to have a big show that they, they no longer have the, the show. I guess the show that used to be at Lennox is the one that's Centennial Park now, and Centennial right. Park is back, and they're having it tomorrow on the third. They're having the one at Centennial Park. Of course, they have Marietta Square is gonna gonna right. have theirs, uh, and Avondale Estates. They're gonna have Avondale Estates is gonna have fireworks with the DeKalb Symphony Orchestra. Oh, that'd be cool. How about that? Yeah. That's pretty cool. And so we got then, some, then when you get home, you put on Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, and you start the Wizard of Oz, you turn the sound down, and it links up, too. That old, <laughs> that old story. Oh, everybody knows about that, oh, right? Man. You know about that. you got to find pe- a few people that have tried it since they've heard about it because it's, yep. it's hard to get those two. And by the way, well, we can do it digitally. It's, not, it's just kind of tough to use the two because you used to be able to put the, the tape in. The Wizard oh, not of Oz. The tape, okay, the tape. Yeah, wow. the tape. Get the VCR. <laughs> By the way, all you, all y'all like me that have got family videos on VHS. What do you? Do? I mean, there's places that'll convert. Places right? can convert them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. People have get you that done that? Save it. No, but but you can get it, convert stuff, and put it on a, you know, somewhere you can save it, so you can use it on a on a current updated device. And at ninety two nine, the get. No, excuse me. At Get cast with Greg. I'm going to do it yeah. this way. At Get Cast with Greg, I've got a perfectly working eight millimeter projector that I took from my father's, and I have no—I don't know what to do with it. Wow. Uh, I mean, who has an There's eight millimeter the- projector? I have one, and I need to get rid of it. And so, let me know if you know a place to donate it, or y'all want to buy it. A um, couple of things that took place on this day: we had um, Brandon Hutchison on earlier yes. talking about the Quaker State 400, mm-hmm. presented by who? Walmart. Today was the opening of the first Walmart, June, July 2nd. Okay. The first Walmart in Arkansas. How long was the line? I don't know. 
But I bet they had clean bathrooms. Well, a clean bathroom, but, but a long line. <laughs> I don't you know. Every Walmart story going to, and you know, there's always a long line. Um, first L train started 1876 okay. on this day. Salvation Army okay. began with uh, William Booth and his wife Catherine Booth started the Salvation Army. Mm. Amelia Earhart was last seen on this day. Last seen. Her and Fred uh, Noonan took off, um, and. Noonan was his body was later found, but no. Here's one I didn't think about: the first prize fight, the first heavyweight prize fight that had a million dollar gate. If you could pick the heavyweight champion who was a part of that, what heavyweight? And I'm not going back to the 1800s. The first one that that garnered a million dollars gate. But you're going back for you, and you know a lot of money. Yeah. Back then. Wow. It was Jack Dempsey. Jack Dempsey. Okay. Yeah, 1921. Uh, happy birthday to uh, Jose, happy 58th birthday to Jose Canseco. Joe Thornton, it's hockey, this is for the hockey fans out there. Yeah. Him, Lindsay Lohan, Alex Morgan, <laughs> and, and, and Margot Robbie. <laughs> okay. Now, all seriousness here, today was the day in 1964 the Civil Rights and Voting Rights Acts were signed into law. Were signed. Very, very famous photo, very famous yep. photograph. People signing that. I don't, you know, that's that's the other photo that I'd like to have signed. I know I couldn't, but that's the with LBJ sitting there and Dr. King over yeah, his shoulder. Yeah. If you had that picture, that famous picture, and had it signed, or the one with the summit with the athletes, with Jim Brown, Kareem, yeah, Muhammad yeah. Ali, and um, Bill Russell, Bill Russell yeah. sitting at that table. That's the one you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, you would, you would, you would. Hey, listen, we want to thank everybody for being part of the show. Uh, well, you guys for listening, but also Karen Pastana from Tennis Panorama, Brandon Hutchinson from Atlanta Motor Speedway, Deshaun Tate joined us, and the director of the Peachtree Road Race, Rich Kana, mm-hmm. joined us in the 6 o'clock hour. We're going to probably see him again on Monday when we're out there broadcasting live, but tomorrow we will be back here from 6 a.m. until 10. Nick, <laughs> Nick Kale is up next. Eric, thank you for everything you did today. Thanks, Eric. Good stuff. Another Eric's World tomorrow. You guys have a great rest of your day. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.